Have you taken lots of personality assessments to figure out your zone of genius and build on what you're really good at? Maybe you've taken the Strengths Finder, Myers-Briggs, the Enneagram, and maybe you still don't feel like you're 100% clear on what makes you uniquely you. In this episode, we explore an alternative system, the soul archetypes, as a way to get to know the being side of you that is unique and inherent to you. We'll explore why knowing your soul archetype is the key to pursuing a soul-aligned career you love, and more importantly, how to work with your soul archetype to pursue your own soul-aligned career. Welcome to Your Soul Aligned Career, the podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Barnes. Together, we'll be exploring how you can pursue a career and life that's meaningful and impactful, both to you and to others, and that doesn't require you to hustle and grind 24-7. I'm passionate about you getting clarity on your unique career path and to make empowered decisions on where to and what's next from a place of alignment to who you really are, beyond your corporate persona, title, or societal expectations of what you should do. Join me as we talk about all things career, intuition, soul work, feminine embodiment, womanhood, and leadership. Hit subscribe now to never miss an episode. And if you want to get clear on your unique gifts and soul leadership, take my free soul archetype quiz over at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash quiz. long as I can remember, I was one of those kids who kept on asking, who am I and what am I here for? Growing up, I wasn't super clear on what I was really good at because I was a bit of a generalist rather than a specialist. And I would feel so jealous of my friends and my classmates who seemingly were excellent at this one thing. And so I created the soul archetypes because this really has been a lifelong journey and exploration to understand what makes us unique, what makes humans tick, and how do we begin to know who we really are so that we can create a life and career that feels meaningful and successful to us. So like many people, I've taken lots of personality assessments to get some clarity on what is it that I'm really good at? It can be so hard to see our strengths because really they come so naturally to us. So I've taken lots of assessments just like you. Maybe you've taken them too. Strengths Finder, Myers-Briggs, the Enneagram. There are so many out there. And whilst these systems are fabulous, they don't really take into account a deeper side of you, your soul, the unique essence that you are that you couldn't shake even if you tried. So today we're going to be exploring the idea of soul archetypes so that you can begin to get clear on who you inherently are and to craft a real clear path for yourself that really allows you to feel meaningful and fulfilled because you're using your soul gifts and talents and that's going to be in and of itself really meaningful. So your soul archetype really explores the being side of you. Beyond your work titles, your roles, your qualifications, it's the part of you that you couldn't shake even if you tried because it's inherently you. 
And how I like to describe this is that a monkey doesn't know that it has a natural ability to climb a tree. A fish doesn't know that it's swimming in water. A cheetah doesn't know it's the fastest land animal on the planet. It just is. And we live in a society that tells us that there's only one way to be successful. There's only one way to show up in life. And this path doesn't take into account who we inherently are. I want to support you to realize, okay, maybe you're a monkey that's been trying to swim and maybe you just need to focus on climbing that tree. Or maybe you're a fish that's been trying to run and rather than being on land, let's like jump into the ocean, into the water. So you get my point here, right? Um, It's not the perfect analogy, but I think it really paints a picture that so many of us try and create quote unquote success or pursue paths on a path that's just completely not us, not inherent to us. And so I really want to support you with the soul archetypes to come back to who you inherently are so that you can know where you're meant to show up and just to begin to let it be easy and to make it easy. And this kind of goes against the myth that everything has to be hard. It has to be difficult. And of course, life is not always easy. There's going to be challenges that we need to learn and grow through. But let's work with our strengths. Let's work with where we're meant to show up and, you know, really stretch in ways that are aligned to us. So in this week's episode, I'm going to unpack the soul archetype in greater depth and also walk you through the three ways that you can begin to work with your archetype so that you can stay on the right path for you and to really step onto your soul aligned career, which by the way, if you're not sure what I mean by a soul aligned career, please go back to episode one, where I really talk about what a soul aligned career is and isn't because I want to make sure we're on the same page with that. Before we dive in, I just want to let you know that I've created a free assessment that you can take to discover your soul archetype. So if you haven't taken the assessment, please go and do that over on my website, SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash quiz. The link to that will be in the episode show notes. And when you take the assessment, you'll have the option to receive an accompanying comprehensive soul archetype guide with all the specific details on your archetype. It's really super juicy and I can't wait for you to dive in. So go and take that if you haven't already. And if you have taken the assessment and you've received your guide, then keep listening in because I want to support you today to take what I've shared in the guide even further and even deeper. Let's get to it. So why the soul archetypes? The soul archetypes really came about because... I've been coaching women across different cultures, across different organizations and different industries now for a a long while. And I started out as a coach in very traditional coaching ways. So I would work with women on their career goals and they would come to me saying, I want to get that next promotion or negotiate a pay rise or, you know, start that business. And I would help these women achieve these goals and support them, which was great. But invariably, they would come back to me three, six, 12 months later and say, you know what, Shiv, I got the thing that I said I wanted, but I'm not happy. I don't feel like it's really more successful. And I had a long, hard look at this and thought to myself, what am I doing wrong here? Because yes, I'm helping my clients achieve their goals, but ultimately, are these goals really aligned and true for them? And for the most part, they weren't. 
and peeling back the curtain for me in my own coaching business, I was doing work that I loved, but I was also kind of following the same ways of working that I had been used to from the investment bank that I was working at previously. And I was like, well, I'm just perpetuating, you know, that same way of working in this newfound work that I love. And if I do that, then, you know, yes, I'm doing work I love, but I'm going to burn myself out because that way of working isn't aligned. So I could see what was happening in my own life mirrored in my clients, right? Like even if you've got the clarity on what you want, if you show up and still do it in the old ways, then it's not going to really work for you. So long story short, I had a little bit of a soul awakening when I was pregnant with my third child where I questioned everything, how I was showing up, how I was running my business, <laughs> how I wanted to run my business going forward. And I think going from two to three children, I remember that theme for the year was surrender. And I just wanted to surrender to a different way of being and a different way of operating. And that led me to study many different modalities. And I was very much guided by my intuition. And I was guided to study things that were a little bit out there for me. I come from a commercial and corporate real estate background. I have a bachelor in science. I studied sciences for my A-levels, like biology, chemistry, maths. So I kind of come from that background. And so it was a real awakening and a real unlearning for me when I felt called to learn about the soul through the Akashic Records, to learn more about the subconscious through rapid transformational therapy, and to really explore embodiment and the soma through feminine embodiment coaching. And through that journey, I came up with the soul archetypes as a way to really, number one, help myself get to know, well, who am I really? And what is it that I'm here to contribute? Like, what is that? Am I meant to be in the water? Am I meant to climb a tree? Am I meant to be on land? But equally to share this with my clients so that they could get clear on what's the lane that they're claiming here? Like, what is the path for them? And so the soul archetypes look less at what it is that you do and more at how you're inherently wired. Archetypes were first coined by the Swiss psychiatrist and psychologist Carl Jung. And he basically studied themes, patterns, and perspectives which can be recognized across cultures. There are many different common archetypes, and often you'll see these depicted in movies. So you're listening to me in English, like we would watch Western films and movies, but equally in other languages and other countries, the same archetypes still exist. So you might have the hero and the villain. You might have the maiden, the mother, the crone. There's the girl next door. There's the innocent. There are many, many different archetypes. And as Carl Jung said, all the most powerful ideas in history go back to archetypes. And they're really that subconscious, unconscious aspect of us that's really hidden. And that's why it can be so hard. Like the fish, we don't know we're swimming in water. Like the cheetah, we don't know we're the fastest land animal on the planet. Like the monkey, we don't realize that it's actually quite incredible that we can climb the tree in the way that we do. And so the soul archetypes are a way to begin to make known what is so hidden, what is so lies beneath. Because again, society kind of pushes this down. So a common example that I see time and time again is as a child, you might have been super creative and really artistic, but you know, that might have been squashed down and not accepted. I think there are some common myths. Maybe I'll do a podcast on this in future around the starving artist. Like you can't be successful as an artist, like it's hard. So, hey, go for that safe job, like a lawyer or a banker or an engineer, something that's really tangible. And these paths, I'm not saying being an engineer, being a doctor, being a lawyer, these are not bad things. But if we are trying to pursue these careers when that's not really meant for us, say you're really creative 
why make life so hard for ourselves? It's like trying to put a square peg in a round hole. Come back to you and let's figure out a way so that you can bring that inner artist out. And it might not be so literal. I think this is one of the common pitfalls that I see is that we think that if we want to pursue our natural gifts and talents in a career, we feel like we have to be another kind of archetype, a really clear vision of what that is. But we are at a time when we're creating new careers. I could not have fathomed 20 years ago when I left high school that I would be doing this because what I'm doing was not actually an option. Coaching is a fairly new industry and it wasn't known to me then. And that's the way of the future, right? We're creating different ways of being. We're creating different opportunities. And that's really what a soul aligned career is. It's something that you create for yourself. So really, let's go back to who you are what you're naturally good at and use those smarts and that intelligence that you have to figure out a way that you can really bring more of that into your life and into your work. One of the books that I absolutely love that speaks to this in more detail is The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, where he talks about trying to really live most of your life in your zone of genius, i.e. the parts of you that are really your secret source, the special gift that you have. And how many of us kind of just live in our zone of excellence, i.e. we do the stuff we're good at, but, you know, not the the genius stuff, or we do the stuff that, you know, we shouldn't even be doing where we're totally incompetent. And so archetypes, 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 this is a way to make that knowing that you have deep down, like just allowing it to rise to the surface to become a bit more clear and to begin to foster that and honor that. And my point around, you know, having to pursue something so literally, you might come up with a totally different way of working with it. So going back to that example of you being maybe artistic or creative as a child, maybe you don't have to be a painter, a carpenter, an interior designer. There might be a way that you can bring your creative flair into your existing organization or the existing experience that you have. It doesn't have to be a complete 180. So I say this just to allow the inner critic and that part of your mind that be like, oh, too late for me. No, I can't do that. Just to allow it to quieten down and know that as you explore your soul archetypes, I'm not going to ask you to throw the baby out with the bathwater, which is a really horrible phrase, but to know that, okay, let's make known what makes you uniquely you and how can we begin to work with it. All right, so there are seven key archetypes. And while we have access to all the archetypes, we actually have a predominant archetype that we express. Expressing your soul archetype is a major component of your soul's identity and purpose here on the earth. So when you take your soul archetype quiz and you get the accompanying guide, what I share is the bigger picture of the archetype. As with everything, it's subjective. So as you get clear on your archetype, you want to take what works and resonates and leave the rest. There's a lot of gray in this exploration. You're a multifaceted being. So yes, you have a soul archetype, but there are nuances. There are so many other elements to you that kind of mix in with your archetype that make you uniquely you. And the last thing I want to do is put you in a box. So when you do your assessment and you receive your guide, Really take what works and leave the rest. So the seven archetypes are the custodian, the creatrix, the harmonizer, the healer, the storyteller, the sage, and the leader. Now, some of these might seem very self-explanatory. Others may not. I'm not actually going to describe them here yet in case you haven't taken the quiz because I don't want to influence you when you take the assessment. But what I will say is this. You may think that you are one and get a different answer. 
as I speak to the archetypes, you might say, oh, I want to be that. And that in and of itself is really interesting because so often we reject and don't accept the parts of who we are that are our strengths. We think we have to be something else. So my invitation to you is to just own who you are and what you are and to realize that what you have is a gift and to work with that. You know, the analogy I'll give here is kind of a silly one, but it's like hair, right? Like I've got kind of wavy hair. I wish that I had like my mom, she had like this beautiful, shiny, silky hair. And I just so wanted hair like that. And my hair's just not like that. And it's like super humid in Hong Kong. But I speak to other women. It's like, we always want the hair that we don't have. So very simple example. But really when it comes to archetypes, we can sometimes wish, oh, I wish I was that rather than this. But each archetype has a gift and something so beautiful to share. So own it. All right. Three ways to work with your soul archetype. In the guide, I go through this in greater depth. So take the quiz, download your guide, go through it in detail. But there are three ways that I want you to work with your soul archetype if you want to take this deeper. The first way is to really focus on your strengths. In the guide, I talk about the strengths of your unique archetype. And I want to support you in really owning your gifts, cement them in. In episode three of this podcast, I talk about the three common myths to finding your purpose and the difference between your life and soul purpose and owning your strengths. This is a way to begin to understand more of your soul purpose, your soul gifts, your soul talents. So again, we live in a society and a culture that tells us that success and the way forward has to look a certain way. When you look at your strengths, you're doing away with focusing on your weaknesses, improving your weaknesses, and you're going to go to what it is that makes you uniquely you. So it's like getting a report card at school. Typically, we can be so quick to like focus on, okay, well, what's less than a B or what are the outliers, the really low marks? How can I get them up? Rather than taking a moment to celebrate the A's, the B's, you know, the C's, whatever, like, you know, the upper end of the range that, you know, each of us was on as students, we can be so quick to kind of discount that. So I want you to own your strengths, own them. They're important. They're unique to you. And you may discount them. You may think, oh, that's not important. Nah, no big deal. And the truth is no big deal for you, but for somebody else, massive deal. And I want you to remember that you're so archetype, you're kind of here to be a champion and a spokesperson for that archetype in the world. Not all of us have to be extroverted and loud and at the front. Some of us are better behind the scenes, working quietly and supporting. One is not better than the other, although our culture will say one is. But, you know, just own what it is that you're inherently good at. Work with your strengths. That's the first way to work with your soul archetype. The second way you can begin to work with your soul archetype is to really focus on your challenges, to work with your shadow. As with every gift and talent, there's always a shadow, right? It's not all rainbows and butterflies. There's always like an edge that we need to be mindful of. And again, in the guide, I go through this for your archetype. And this is where our growth lies. If we're able to work with our shadow, not make ourselves wrong, not judge ourselves for having one, but just really meet it, that's when we learn and grow and really evolve. And that's kind of the point of why we're here. Again, as I mentioned in episode three, where we talk about your life purpose and your soul purpose, your life purpose is to live the paradox of knowing that who we are is whole, perfect and enough. But at the same time, we're also here to learn and grow. So one way you can work with your soul archetype is to begin to look at your shadow. 
work with it, honor it, embrace it. It's super beneficial and it's uncomfortable. It's the unknown, but this is what really supports you in stepping into your full potential and really playing big and living the life that you're meant to. So often we, as women, hold ourselves back and there's a lot of different narratives around that. And in episode two, I talk about the number one killer of doing work that you love. So you can explore that in greater depth if that calls to you. But I want you to play full out. Come here to live life fully, to make an impact in the way that you want to. There's no point in playing small. So if you know that maybe a pattern is coming up for you, maybe you see that there's something that you're avoiding, I encourage you to maybe look at your shadow and to begin to work with it and to realize that there is always a gift. There's always a lesson in the challenge that you're working through. The third way that you can work with your soul archetype is to explore your blueprint and to begin to look at how you can translate this into your life and work. Again, this is also in your guide, so download that. But this is really about looking at, okay, what is your blueprint and how might you begin to translate this into your life and work? This is about you brainstorming. How can you begin to bring these qualities into your life and work more so that you feel more fulfilled and you feel like, okay, this is the way forward. When I was going through my own challenge around pivoting, leaving that commercial and corporate real estate career behind, In all honesty, I wanted to take a test that told me what career I should pursue. I'm not going to lie. I was hoping that I would be able to take a test that would tell me, you know, do this. And I did take an assessment. I worked with a career coach and I think it was called the Harrison assessment. And it did talk about different careers that were suited for personalities. And it was great. But I looked at that list and thought, no, it doesn't inspire me. And so even though I took the test and there were some answers, I was like, well, you know, how do I even know? The only way that you know is by beginning this process of discernment to tune into your intuition, to honor your callings, and to trust where you are being guided. And I know that sounds a bit woo and a bit like airy-fairy, but you are wise. There is an inner wise woman within you who knows which way to go, who knows which direction to take. And sometimes where you're being guided doesn't make sense. And it's only when you look backwards that you realize, oh, that's why I was guided. And Steve Jobs has a quote around that, something along the lines of like, you only realize you can only connect the dots backwards. Going back to my example, when I was pregnant with my third child, I had no idea why I was being guided to study so much. Why was I called to learn more about soul, the mind, the body? And now it makes perfect sense because that's the deep transformational work I do with my clients. And we have to look at you holistically across your mental, emotional, energetic, and physical level in order to create any change. And so, of course, that's why I was being guided. At the time, it didn't make sense and I was super confused, but it started with this piece of, well, I've got this blueprint. How can I begin to translate this into my life and work? And so that's one of the other ways you can work with your soul archetype. All right, I'm going to close here. That is a wrap. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, we explored why you want to know your soul archetype and how it can help you step into your soul aligned career. We explored what are archetypes and what the seven archetypes are that we work with in this system and the three ways to begin to work with your archetype. If you want to catch the show notes for this episode, you can come on over and check them out over at siobhanbarnes.com forward slash four. And 
Before you go, I'd love for you to come on over to Instagram. You can find me at I am Siobhan Barnes. And let me know what you're taking from your soul archetype guide. Is there something new that you learned about yourself? I'd love to celebrate this win with you. Until next time, please remember, you are here for a reason. Beyond merely hustling, grinding, and merely surviving, you matter. so much for listening in to Your Soul Aligned Career, the podcast. You can download more episodes and subscribe over on iTunes. And if you've loved listening in, please come on over and leave a review. Before you go, I want you to remember this. You are here for a reason. There is no one in the world like you who can do what you do the way you do it. You have a unique soul and a unique soul archetype that you're here to express in the world. If you want to find out what yours is so that you can build on your strengths, be more of who you really are and do more of what you're here to do, come and take the free assessment over at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash quiz.